Bad weather isn't just outside us. It happens within our relationship. And it's too easy to get caught up in the bad weather, and it can deplete our quality of life. For some, it can destroy their relationship. We've learned that agreeing on a strategy, or plan, to deal with the bad weather helps us more quickly get back on the path to the life and relationship we want. We're Dan and Carol Oler. We invite you to join us in this podcast called Weathering the Storms in Your Relationship. Hey Dan, I've been thinking about our weather and the extremeness of weather and not only the weather because, you know, I don't really want to spend our time talking about the weather, but how that applies to relationships as well. Tell me a little more about that. I mean, the weather is something, I mean, we're living in our rural area. That's the t- typical topic of conversation. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And it, I want a different conversation than what I might have at the post office with every other person that comes by. <laughs> now, what I've been thinking is, first of all, I've been noticing the weather patterns where we are. So we had hot, 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 dry, extreme weather. We had fires that were going on. There were several within five or 10 kilometers of our home. And so we were on an alert, not an evacuation notice or anything. And yet we were living kind of on the edge, waiting for what might happen. And then when, you know, in the middle of the night, the alarm went off, you were away at your parents' place. And so Jamie and I were all kind of loaded up already. So I zipped over and got him and and we drove off, and as it turned out, it was a false alarm. And then we came back, and we kept watching. We were watching for what was going on, and yet when the fires first were starting, and they were, there was one that was heading our way because it was an east wind, and we picked up our list, Jamie and, and Natalie and I, because like I said, you were away. We picked up our list, which we'd prepared a number of years. Well, actually, it was when the the Fort McMurray oh, fires exactly. were on, wasn't it? Yeah. We got our lists because we had several of the copies of the same one. And we said, okay, you handle this, you handle this, you handle this. We loaded our vehicle based on those lists. And then we were sitting ready to go. So that in the middle of the night when the one that I thought went off that was for us, but it was a mile the other direction. But at two in the morning, my brain wasn't working. But anyways. <laughs> you know, that makes sense to the, the list part, too, because I remember when the Fort McMurray fire happened and people and they interviewed people after where, you know, these people were on, uh, had to evacuate. And the crazy things that people picked up because they had no idea, they hadn't thought about it. Yeah. And so that was, you know, really why one of the things, I mean, when the fire was going, we looked around and went, hey, we live in a forest. Yeah. So... What So as I'm thinking about this whole thing, I'm thinking about, okay, we've got lists, which is great. We implemented the lists. You know, even though I jumped at a false alarm, at least we were ready. We had, you know, two bums in seats, a dog in the back seat, and the rest you couldn't see out of. However, we were ready to go on a moment's notice. And then I was thinking about how quickly then the the flooding started. So the rain started one day, and within a week... We had, you know, high waters in the river that's just three miles away from us. Not that you and I are are in a spot to be flooded, but I just was thinking about how quickly mm. the weather changed. Yeah. And also then what that meant. So there were people that we knew that had been evacuated for fire. Yeah. And now we're being evacuated for, for flood. flood. Yeah. 
So with that, all of that taking place, I was thinking, you know, in relationship, there are a lot of pieces there that uh-huh. we could apply. You talked about the preparedness, talk about how quickly things can change, what a difference something, in this instance it was rain, can make, but in relationship, what a difference that can be made in different places. So I just, I was looking around me and noticing what was going on, and I was thinking and reflecting about where else in my life all that takes place. It's a great metaphor, and every time one of those things happens, it's a quote-unquote a crisis, and it has people stressed and will do strange things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Our, our brain doesn't think logically, rationally, where instead we'll do strange stuff. Mm-hmm. And it relates, as you said, very much to what goes on in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I, one of the pieces, and there were many, one of the pieces was we looked at what was going on in Fort McMurray. We went, that could happen to us. Therefore, let's create a strategy, a preparedness strategy. And I think about in couples, as I look outside of me, I see couples that are struggling or or having conflict. And so then you and I have developed some pieces that we can say, you know, we we too could fall into and we do fall into some of these challenging places. So in the good times, what are we going to do? if those not good times arise. Mm -hmm. So to think about, we know the stuff's going to happen in our relationship. It has always Mm -hmm. has. And we know it's going to happen in the future continues to happen less frequently than it used to Mm -hmm. because we've developed some of those strategies and processes. And I think about in most of the couple, most of the couples that we coach, that's really what it is. It's about helping them to in those good times to figure out what they can do when things go astray. Yeah, kind of sideways. And so that's everything from you and I plan our week and to talk about what each of us have going on and how we ensure that we have time for the two of us and the meal planning so that we ensure we're feeding our bodies well and setting aside time to exercise and to all of the pieces that you and I have determined are important aspects to our life. And It's also about a strategy for, okay, what are we going to do when one of us says or does something that's inappropriate or we have a response to something that's more of a reaction than Mm. a response? And so then we've said, okay, in those moments, we'll take a few minutes. We'll let the other know that we're taking a few minutes. We'll breathe through. We'll have the opportunity to say, can we start over? I didn't handle that appropriately. And then to be able to move move forward from that space mm. and give each other space, time to, to do the healing that's yeah. required. It's, I think about the old Boy Scouts motto, be prepared. <laughs> and it applies to this too, to think about what we're going to do in those, in those times. Mm-hmm. And it, it seems almost um, regimented or... Um, you know, is this necessary? And yet it is. You know, you think about any business, um, you know, they have they have preparedness strategies, you know, safety things. You know, if this happens, here's what we'll do. We've got policies and procedures how to deal with that, whether they're, you know, the key is to have those implemented. And I think the same thing applies in our relationship to have these, a list, if you want to call it that, or at least a plan that we've talked about so that we know exactly what we're going to do. 
Yeah. And in business, you talked about a safety strategy. There are also other preparedness things mm -hmm. that businesses do that are about, you know, how to deal with things as they come up, how to do their purchasing, how to do their ordering, how to do their, you know, how do they approach customers? All of that is a planned out process in yeah. a well um, thought through business. There are a lot of businesses I don't think that do that. Yeah. And I think the same happens in relationships yes. with, with couples. I think that there are those who take the time to invest to think about, okay, how am I going to deal with all these things? And how do I pre-plan my life so that I get the life that I really want? And then there are many who, as in business, who just are flying by the yep. seat of their pants. And sometimes the results are fabulous. And sometimes they're not. Yes. And that's the key is to make sure that they're fabulous all the time. Or more, or the more, time, more often. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because, again, there are things that come up that, based on circumstances, that we don't handle the way we say we would like to. So, for instance, if somebody is under a lot of stress or if we're tired or if we... Uh, you know, the, the conditions are not right for us to respond in the way that we want to. Then how do we mitigate <laughs> what's going on? You know, how do we reduce the the casualty, the fallout? Yeah, it, it relates so much to we oftentimes, you know, talk about what works in business, works in a relationship. And, that, and yet it's too easy not to apply those same principles. Mm -hmm. You know, many people, they do it every day when they walk away from home and they go to their job or their business and then we walk back home and it's like we throw it all out the window and say let's just let's just take whatever we'll, happens we'll wing it <laughs> we'll wing it we'll and and you know we'll we'll let the relationship happen by default rather than let's plan it out let's develop the processes so that we know exactly how we're going to deal with stuff mm -hmm. part of it is being aware of those things and then having the you know being aware when it happens but even before that, being aware that they will happen and, and agreeing to come up with a process that mm -hmm. works. Yeah. And then with the weather, I was thinking about with us, the rain started. You know, we'd had dry, dry, dry for six weeks. And then the rain started, which was really welcome. And then it turned to almost flood conditions. And again, not for you and me, but for others that we know. And I was thinking about how quickly, like within one week, the river that we were swimming in with our grandson one day, a week later, was flooding up into the campground in the town. And so I think about in our relationship, how quickly things can change one way or the other. So if you and I are having challenges for me to stop and breathe and say, you know, I'm committing to this going forward, would you be willing to join me with that? There can be changes to our relationship quickly when I do those small incremental things, you know, one drop at a time, one, one step at a time, one small thing. Yeah. And the other, you know, conversely, the things that I'm doing poorly might be a little drop at a time, and yet they can turn to a raging flood yeah. very quickly if I don't you know, stop dropping, stop yeah. letting the raindrops fall. If if there isn't a cessation to what I'm doing, pretty soon, oh my goodness, we've got a torrential something going on in our relationship. Yes, and it can go from the drought to the flood to the fire almost instantly. Mm -hmm. And it just gets worse and worse. We get into that drama cycle. Yeah. Yeah, It's um, and, and I think a big part of it is to have the bigger vision of 
what we can do or, you know, what we want our relationship to be. If we've got that bigger vision, then it helps us to get back on track again. You know, if we haven't really even talked about it, we just get in a relationship and it's the honeymoon and everything's good and we believe it's going to always be that way. It doesn't stay that way. Things come up. And yet if we've had that conversation about, you know, what, what really do we want? And we can cement that in our hearts and minds, knowing that we're going to be able to make it through. Yeah. And that really is about designing our relationships. Mm -hmm. And I feel so strongly about that. I just recognize that that pre-planning, that envisioning and putting steps in place to ensure that what we envision will happen, I just, it is so significant to me mm. and to us. And I just, when I watch other couples that we coach implement similar strategies and then to hear the results, I know that it makes a difference. Absolutely. And again, I know with our own business, I've watched us do sort of a variety of approaches mm -hmm. to business and yet when we're more strategic and you know some people might go well that's kind of anal well no it's it's when we're more strategic and focused on what we really want to have happen then we are able to create the results that we really want mm. it reminds me of i'm going to read this quote uh, one of our coaching clients that i connected with uh, through email the other day and mm -hmm. I was just wondering how they were and I'd sent some kind of a, an article uh, to for them to affirm what they were doing and he responded and he said it's always about making time and with all of the chaos of fires and floods and the wonders of the world it's easy to stay distracted and I thought mm -hmm. wow that's that's a genius you know we get into these the fires the floods the stuff that goes on in our relationship and and it, it can be too easy not to utilize those strategies, even when we know that we've got them. Yeah, what a powerful statement. The idea that it's easy to stay distracted. And I, I think that when life is going on around us, to focus on that rather than relationship <laughs> can really happen. And, and then we don't stop to really be yep. together together. Yep, too easy to get caught up in the crap. And even though we might have a strategy, but it's, we think it's easier to just stay stuck in where we are. Mm -hmm. And in relation to the, what's going on outside of us when it's, you know, the fire and floods thing. For me to focus on, it's okay, I've got a strategy. We know which things we need to take. We know that it's boom, 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 because we've already pre-thought it. And then to be able to relax and to be okay with, you know, if something happens, we'll deal with what happens rather than to spend those several weeks in a turmoil. And I, at several times, kind of talked myself through that. And yet, had I not had that preparedness plan because you were gone, I think it would have been much tougher for me to talk myself into calmness and okayness with the process. So I was thinking about it in a relationship, you know, so we develop these processes and these strategies. And I was just thinking sort of the, 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 the funny part of it, you know, we're in a, a big roar, some sort of a conflict and to say, just a minute, I got to go get that sheet of paper that we wrote down how we're going to deal with this stuff. And yet, really, that's what it takes because it's a bit of a, a pattern interrupt. It's a it's a change where it's like, okay, we need to think about this. Let's get rational. Yes, emotions are super important and they're real. And I don't mean to discount them, 
on the other hand, to be able to say, okay, we've got a we've got a way that we can work through these things. Let's stop. Let's think. Let's go one step at a time. Um, I think that we've done a good job. You know, we have our couple meetings every week where we talk about some of these things and refresh them, and yet we still slip into it every now and then. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that's part of being human. Hmm. And yet to know that we don't stay there long or that we have a way of coming out is, for me, really reassuring. Hmm. Yeah, and then to be able to come out and, and, you know, affirm our love for each other and, mm-hmm. you know, be respectful again and, and yeah. celebrate. Yeah. And then, so you talked about awareness. A big part of that, you're absolutely right, is being aware of what I'm feeling and aware of my surroundings, what's going on for me, because, you know, aware, that awareness can help to mitigate things ahead of time. So just like, again... I came out of the house a few weeks back and I looked over and I went, oh my goodness, there's a new plume of smoke and it looks close. So had I had my head down and not been noticing things, I may not have noticed that that fire was only, you know, four miles that way or six mm. miles or whatever it was. Yeah. And then, so awareness in our relationship for me to notice that, hmm, I'm feeling a little tired or off or something today. This is a good day for me to either verbalize that or be gentle on myself or to say, I think I'm going to take a walk just to reconnect because I'm feeling a little out of sorts or whatever it is that Hmm. that that awareness allows me to do. And I think we can support each other, too, because sometimes when I'm in the guck, I'm not even aware that I'm there. You know, I'm stressed, whatever's going on. Mm -hmm. So for you to be able to you know, bring me to help me to understand and yet to do it in a very careful way because, you know, for you to say, what's the matter or what's wrong? You know, it's then I'm looking for more wrongness and and it may even take it as a bit of an attack as opposed to saying, you know, I'm noticing you're, it seems like you're feeling a little out of sorts. What's going on? Or mm-hmm. is there something I can do to take a load, some of your load or something like that? Yeah, and that's a funny piece, and yet it's so powerful. Being aware and then stating what it is that I'm aware of mm-hmm. is is powerful, and to be aware of my words. Yes. So that it's if my intention is truly to be in service, then to say it in a way that is coming from that service space rather than something that may be perceived as an attack. And it's it sounds like the same thing, and yet, it, for for the receiver, it's not necessarily the same thing. You yeah. know, what's wrong as to po- opposed to saying, hmm, I'm noticing this. What's up? Yes. It's an observation rather than an attack. Yeah. Yes. And the other is like an assumption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I think you're out of sorts. Yeah. I'm telling you. You're, you're frowning. You're, so you're, something's wrong. You're, you're not right. What's wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Rather than being able to look at it as something's going on in the environment that is... It seems like it's affecting you. Yeah, and it could be, hey, how you doing? Yeah. You know, not even saying I'm noticing anything, just, yeah. hey, I and, love you. And physi- how are you? And for me, physical touch is so calming too, you know, for you to just come and put your hand on my shoulder or say, are you open to a hug? You know, something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Where it's not even anything about what's going on for me. It's, uh-huh. I want to connect. So the awareness piece and then acting on it in a loving, gentle, kind mm-hmm. way. Yeah. 
what are some of the other pieces that might support us to move through some of these things? Well, I think part of that awareness piece, too, is uh, for me to recognize it in myself and then to be gentle on myself. You know, again, the words are very powerful. So the, the words that I say to myself can be done in a, in a different way than I maybe have done in the past. Mm -hmm. Rather than looking for something to blame it on, instead to say, hmm, I'm just not feeling so great about this or I'm feeling stressed out. I want to I want to do something change it you know look okay. for the bigger vision what 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 is do i really want here i was just thinking about the words to self to reduce that mm -hmm. so rather than saying to self oh this is a disaster i'm stressed out to gently to to use something that's gentler i mm -hmm. guess as i'm thinking about words like hmm i'm feeling slightly something or other that that's a less thing than Oh, I'm just feeling so mm -hmm. challenged or life is falling down around me as opposed to I'm feeling a little discomfort right now. Mm. Just that, those words to myself, I think, are, are big. And to focus on what's, notice what's working and even some accomplishments or something that, I've, that I have done that has worked well and to even look, focus on that rather than the other side. And again, I think that's something that our sa Saturday celebration meetings do for me, is that, yes, we plan our week on Monday, and yet to stop on Saturday and to go, how was your week? How did it go? Well, you know, there were a few pieces that, that weren't as I had anticipated or planned or whatever. However, this, 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 and this worked really well for me. And I, as a result, I'm feeling this about that you know i'm i'm feeling joyful that in spite of not accomplishing stuff you and i had a ton of connection time mm. this week and that felt really reaffirming or uh valuable or whatever it is that i'm feeling and it allows me to hear what's gone on for you as well and what as far as celebration you know what's what's going well because truly in a day in a week in a month in a year there are way more good things that take place than crappy things. And yet it's so easy to just focus on the, the not so good things. My friend Darcy Lang has a number of books about focusing on the 90%. You know, the 10% shit's going to happen. But rather than focusing on that, to focus on the 90% that's going well. Yeah. And so, again, when I think about our fires and floods and I go to the post office what I heard was people focusing on the 10%, not mm -hmm. the 90%. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, you know, the smoke is horrible. And how close to so-and-so did you see so-and-so lost their whatever? And oh my goodness, you know, we're sandbagging. And all of the things where we're focusing on that as opposed to going, everybody that I know is safe. And wow, my house is okay. You know, I, of the people that I know, I don't know in my circle of influence one person who actually physically lost nope. their home. And so to focus on that and to appreciate the work that the firefighters have been doing and the people who are thinking, you know, planning the response is big. And and the same is true in my life, to focus on the, the good stuff. Focus on what's strong rather than what's wrong. Yeah. And to have that bigger vision, you know, the the fire, it nature's way of cleaning out some of the forests. And unfortunately... Some people 
you know, it, it, there was challenges. The, the, the rain, beautiful. You know, look at the, the way the vibrancy of our, of our plants and mm-hmm. trees and stuff now, you know, it's, it's focusing on the bigger picture of we're going to get through this and we know what the end result is going to be. Yeah. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be amazing. You know, we're going to get through this. And one of the things that I hear from people that, you know, I've talked to on maybe a more than regular basis or ones that are just acquaintances is that, well, that's not really realistic to just focus on the 90 and not the 10. And yet I think we're still aware that the 10 is happening and to do what we can to get around it. You know, yeah, that's a challenge. So I'm going to choose to do this so that that challenge isn't bothering me as much. And then I'm going to focus on the things that I'm grateful for. You know, I know that I'm in, I went to a library meeting and one of the ladies on our library board was sandbagging. And, and so, because she was expecting flooding. And so I could focus on how horrible it is that our river is rising. Or I could say, wow, isn't that cool that you've had that many people mm-hmm. who have come to help you sandbag? And, you know, if there's anything anybody else can do, let us know. And because and, we're there, we can roll up our sleeves and help you. Mm-hmm. No, 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 we got it handled. It's, And so, again, it's not that I'm refusing to look at the river rising. It's that I'm saying, what can I do about it? And then how can I be okay to know that we've done everything we can? And now... Wow, how do I appreciate all those people that mm. came out and and the fact that, you know, yes, there's some trees being flooded, but the house is still safe and yep. the barn is still safe. And, yep. you know, yeah. So I think about, you know, years ago when we developed that list, chances of anything happening are very, very slim. And yet to have that, to be prepared that way where it makes it just so much easier when something does and it does allow me to focus on the 90 rather than the 10. because exactly. You know, you got it handled. Exactly. The preparedness piece allows me to be more able to step into the appreciation and the gratitude for what is, as opposed to the worry about what could be or what might be. And gratitude is such a powerful piece neurologically, because when we're in a state of gratitude, it's impossible to be angry or in one of those other less than mm. emotional pieces. Yeah. I read a quote from somebody the other day that's kind of goes with that. And I'm going to paraphrase because I don't have it written down. It was something to the effect of worry is an investment in what I don't want to have happen. <laughs> so by putting my energy there, I'm investing time and energy into what I don't want mm. And, you know, in theory, what I, I fear might happen mm, yeah. rather than what truly is happening in the moment. Absolutely. Hmm. So this is all really powerful stuff. And I think what it boils down to for for me and us is the idea of, you know, it's about being aware of what could happen because stuff is going to both mm-hmm. the good and and the less than what we want. It's about have, creating that big vision where, you know, we have talked about not just what we want as far as 
where we want to live or the house or the car or any of that, but more about the quality of our relationship, the, the experience we want to have together, having that really cemented in our hearts and minds so that we know that's what we're going to have. Mm. And we're going to do whatever it takes to make sure that that happens. And that, and then developing those strategies for when things are really going great, you know, how we can celebrate and how we can really enjoy that and, and make that even better. And yet when those crises happen, you know, when there's a death or whether there's, when I say something that... Uh, is inappropriate or we do something, we know we've got a strategy of how we're going to get back on track to keep mm-hmm. moving towards that vision. And to do it together. And to do it together. And to commit to that implementing when, when it happens. You know, holy smokes. Can we just stop for a minute? I need to take a break and mm-hmm. I want to go drag out that piece of paper where we wrote that down or I want to think about that mm-hmm. strategy that we developed so that we can get back on track and that commitment that um, we're going to make this work. Yeah. And then how do we support each other? You know, recognizing for you to recognize when I'm a little bit off or me to recognize when something's going on and, and then to find a way to support each other to create more than of what we want. Mm-hmm. And maybe to heal or to move through whatever. And like you say, yes, to, to create more of what we want. Mm-hmm. And I think also to be able to, you know, we, we develop some sort of a strategy and yet, it may not work the way we want it. <laughs> you know, we True. we have just spent some time figuring out how to effectively plan our weeks. And so yeah. we're working together on things. A great, great strategy. And it looks, you know, we both agree that this is going to be amazing because some of the things we've done in the past haven't worked so well. And yet to be able to then, let's, let's give it a go and let's experiment with it and let's review it and what worked. So let's celebrate that. Way to go. That was really great. And then things that maybe don't work so well, what can we do that would work, make it work better? Well, and I, I'm reminded as you're, you're saying that when we coach with couples and the, the prep form that we send for each coaching session really talks about what's going well, mm-hmm. you know, so an opportunity to celebrate those things. What things did you not do that you intended or, or what, what would you like to tweak basically? Yep. And I think there's power in that. And that's why you and I kind of, have our weekly meetings and do that yeah. is okay where's the fine tuning what what needs to happen or what things need to be totally revamped yeah yeah absolutely because we've had some of those that didn't work yeah and well we thought it was going to do this but it didn't yeah and so rather than just throw it out and say uh psh, not we're not going to do any of that anymore instead say let's let's try something a little bit different mm-hmm. and then it comes back to what is it that we want so that then we can put something in place that moves us towards that, as opposed to just saying, hey, I heard that this could work. Not thinking about, will that really give us what we say we're, we're mm. desiring? And then kind of the final piece that we miss oftentimes is to celebrate, mm. you know, to acknowledge ourselves and each other and to really you know, be in that state of gratitude and appreciation and, and to ensure that we create the life that we really want. Yeah, how true. I'm breathing into that because uh, that that is true. In spite of us having our, our weekly meetings, there's time through the week that I I could be more appreciative and, you know, more celebratory. Mm. And I'm not saying, hey, let's plan a trip to Hawaii. I'm just meaning, wow, look around me and see what I've got, That the 90%, mm. and just focusing on that for a few moments. One of the things that I'm going to implement or get better at is every day to sort of premeditate my day to sort of plan my day how I want it to be 
because uh, sometimes I just get into, you know, get up, get at it, and deal with whatever comes along instead of pre-planning my day, which is this preparedness, but to kind of premeditate it. And how do you do that? Hmm, possibly to actually meditate in the morning and mm -hmm. and even probably even more than that is to just take a few minutes before I head to the office and uh, just sort of think about the bigger vision, what mm -hmm. I really want and to be more aware of when things go off the rails a little bit. Hmm. You know, I, I, I think I do that, but I hadn't put it in those terms. You mm -hmm. know, I'll lie in bed in the morning when I my alarm goes off and I'll do my breathing and focus on who I intend to be that day. And then I think about, okay, what's on my list and how do I want to approach each of those things? Even before my feet hit the floor, I take a few minutes just to contemplate how I intend to approach my, my list my, and, what I and who I want to be. Oh, that's a powerful piece, planning who I want to be. Hmm. And, then the rest will, and then the rest will work out. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. Thank you. I, I, like I said, I've been doing a lot of thinking while the storms have been raging with quotation marks and yet truly while well, the storms have been raging around us. And so thank you for this opportunity to have the dialogue about it. Yeah. And it helps me to eliminate this, that piece about easy to be distracted instead to be mm. focused and clear and make life and our quality of life easeful and joyful and fun. Yeah. yeah and to you. celebrate. <sighs> I love you. I love you. I think we should go have a celebratory cup of coffee or something, huh? All right on. Would that you be open to that? Absolutely. All right.